Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Style Me Tactical. And I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are a lifestyle show meant to empower women to live confident, prepared, and self-reliant lives. We talk everything from our favorite beauty products to concealed carry firearms and everything in between. We bring guests on our show with compelling stories that will inspire and encourage you in your journey. Now, you can not only listen to the audio, part of the Concealed Carry Network on your favorite podcast streaming service, but you can also watch our show by going to OpsLens.com or downloading the OpsLens app. This episode is brought to you by Guardian Nation. Guardian Nation is the community for devoted gun people focused on guarding themselves, their families, homes, and communities. We hope that you'll check it out and consider joining. Whether it be for the monthly training and drill videos, discounts on products in their store, the monthly Guardian Nation live broadcast with top industry professionals, or the quarterly box of hand-picked Guardian gear. There's something for everyone in becoming a member of Guardian Nation. Check it out at guardiannation.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. It is 4th of July week. Woo! Celebration of freedom time. Celebration of freedom. Getting out all that red, white, and blue. So much Americana. There is so much Americana going on. I'm seeing it everywhere and I love it. I mean, you know me, 4th of July, outside of Christmas and Easter, 4th of July is my favorite holiday. I feel like there you cannot wear enough patriotic gear like during this week. <laughs> no, you absolutely can't. And I love this. I just love this celebration because it is everything that we are as Americans and celebrates everything that we believe in. And it's just, it's great. So I hope everybody that is listening is having a great 4th of July week, whether you're on vacation or you're hanging out at home. Thank you so much for joining and listening. Maybe you're on a road trip right now, catching up on that Traverage Gun Girls. Getting, getting on, picking on your road trip, making stops to get fireworks, make sure you're being safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, those were the days. I can't, I've never been able to buy fireworks and launch them because where I've lived, it's not, it's not been allowed. Really? Gosh. And see, that's so different than us. Like we would have the homemade fireworks show in our cul-de-sac every single year. That is where (laughs) the country, all the neighborhood kids would come out and we would be popping them off. I, I know there were several occasions where we had maybe a few potential mishaps when the Roman candles would hit somebody's roof. Yeah. Well, the guys used to have Roman candle wars. I don't even know if you know, do you know what a Roman candle is? I don't know what that is. I know what a Roman candle is, but um, I'm not familiar with the war, the Roman candle wars. Well, they would line up on different sides of the land and shoot them at each other and then have to run and duck and hide. And yeah, and this was fully sanctioned by all the parents that were there watching. So this is like, I don't know if it's because I'm older and I notice this stuff more, but I feel like when we were younger, like playing with fire fireworks kind of seemed like it was okay. And like, now <laughs> don't play with fireworks. You've got to make sure you have all these rules. I don't know. Like, oh, I know. Like the antithesis of what we're celebrating with 4th of July, you know, we're supposed to have the freedom to be idiots if we want to be idiots. That's kind of what the whole thing of freedom is about, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, we want to give a little thanks to our sponsor, Rejuve Med Spa for keeping us looking fresh to death these days. Yeah, we need it. Thank you, Rejuve Med Spa. You've been fantastic sponsors of the show. You you know us, now that we have to do this on camera, Emily. (sighs) Gotta get- The struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get a hydrofacial every now and then. I, I need uh, Rejuve Med Spa to open one up like right in downtown DC. But if they do, then that doesn't give me um, any reason to make 
more trips to Dallas. Yeah. So let's not do that. I want right. you to come to Dallas more. All right. Well, we're excited because this week, you know, as the weather is heating up, it is getting I don't know about you, but I am nearly dying here in Texas already. I've been in the mountains for the last week. Get off the, get out of the car, get home the next day. I'm sweating just waking up. And (laughs) so it is so hot here in Texas. Maybe it is where you live as well. And we know that I can make a little bit more of a challenge when we want to conceal carry because let's just face it, it's not super comfortable carrying when you have less clothes on and it's so hot outside, but never fear because Emily is here to the rescue to help us figure out how to stylishly conceal carry and still stay cool this summer. So what have you got going on right now, Em? So I just uh, launched my summer conceal carry style guide. It's my seasonal video that I do that, you know, I kind of share 10 looks that you can use for inspiration to help you carry during the upcoming season. And along with those looks, I share tips to help you keep cool and carry, especially for summer. And I know a lot of people, I think that's the question I get the most is it's summertime. I don't know what to do about carrying. Like I can't carry in the summer and you know, it's not that you can't carry. I think, I think the key to that, to this lifestyle is, is having patience. And I, I feel like I, sound like a broken record when I'm always saying that to people who message me about it, but I'm just like, you need to have the patience and you need to take the time to kind of play dress up in your closet and figure out what works for you because what works for me is not always going to work for you. And while I'm happy to share, you know, why I do this is to share the tips that I've learned um, to pass those on. And so you guys can take those and figure out, well, is that going to work for me or not? Um, It's just something that you need to have the patience to kind of figure out for yourself. And then once Mm -hmm. you have like these go-to outfits, then you can just say, okay, I'm going to take that outfit. That's what I'm going to wear today. And I know during the summer, you know, everyone's big issue is with sweating in the summer. And I don't know about you, but if someone has found some magic secret where I can just like not sweat, fine. Give I know. It to me, I'll take it, whatever it costs, bring it on. People but, ask me that all the time. They're, you know, I see a lot of women wearing these, the belly bands. And that's kind of my first question is, gosh, doesn't that make it like so sweaty underneath the belly band? Um, but then they ask me the same thing with Alexa. They're like, wait a minute, do your Alexos make me sweat? And I'm like, well, you know, the Alexos themselves won't make you sweat, but if you are sweaty because it is hot outside, you know, there, we haven't quite invented a fabric yet that completely absorbs the sweat. There's dry fit stuff, you know, there's quick absorbing, there's fast drying, there's, there's elements like that, that, that we have, but at some level, when you start conceal carrying, it's not going to be a perfect world, unfortunately. (laughs) people want that. I think people think it's just like, how can I make this so easy? How can I make it like perfect for me? And it's, it's not the way it is. There has to be concessions that you have to be willing to make in, if you want to be able to defend yourself. And right. so, Well, they get mad when you sit down and it pokes you in the stomach. If you're appendix carrying and it sits down and it jabs you in the rib or you're sitting in the back and it's uncomfortable to sit up against a chair at some point, that's just what you it's deal with. It it's just the right. way that it is. You have an extra one pound object sticking off of your skin about an inch to an inch and a half. There's just no way around it. You know, you can adjust and be more comfortable, but you kind of have to just give into the fact that if, if saving your life and protecting yourself is something that you're serious about, 
you just get used to it. And I've gotten used to it. I have to adjust every now and then, you know, when I sit down uh, to eat, I like to put it in the appendix position and it does jab into my ribs. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world, but the more I sit there, the less, the more I forget about it. (laughs) Right. And it's, well, do I want to be a little bit uncomfortable and have the ability to defend myself or do I want to be super comfortable and then there's that chance that if something were to happen, I've got nothing. So it's, it's one of those things. And, you know, when it comes to like the sun summer, you talked about like the belly band, like that is one of, I feel like that's a love hate relationship with that, with, I think women in the concealed carry world, because in summer for me, that is one of my most used um, holsters. I, I use the can can concealment um, hip hugger because, you know, one of the issues with summer carry is, our fabrics become more lightweight. We tend to wear a lot less clothing. Mm-hmm. And so those things together kind of add an, an extra obstacle. So the belly band helps to allow me to wear cute little shorts that don't have belt loops or skirts that don't have belt loops because the belly band is tied around my waist and the firearm sits nice and snug. I mean, it's basically... I would relate it to if we cut off the top of the Alexa leggings and like wore that around, like it's, it's, I mean, that's what it's comparable to when it has Mm -hmm. a rubber silicone backing. So even when it does sweat, it doesn't, it doesn't shift or move. And yes, I do sweat in it and it does get sweaty, but it's one of those things that it comes with a lifestyle and I have learned to, I'm living with it and I don't mind it because I'm able to carry. Right. So. Well, and rubber silicone, I mean, is, is going to probably produce more sweat when right. it's up against your skin. But if you didn't have it, it would be shifting right. it'd be moving around, you know? So like you said, yeah, there's some concessions that have to be made. That's, that's great. Uh, the belly band is an awesome option, especially if you're one of those people that don't live in athletic clothes every single day of your life. And you do want to change up your wardrobe a little bit. You know, I remember before Alexa, I, I lived in my cutoff jean shorts in the summertime and I still love my jean shorts, but I, I had a problem because I wore like the big baggy oversized free people jean shorts that were super cute, but putting a holster in there, if I added any extra weight to it, it would make them completely fall down. And you know me, I'm not a big belt person. And, but I just had to figure out how I was going to make this work if I wanted to wear those shorts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I used uh, Kydex holsters. I didn't have a sticky holster at that point. I didn't even know if a sticky holster would have worked in those shorts because they were so baggy. <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think like it's easy to, if you're going to use the belly band, then you need to start thinking about like your fabric weight. You know, I, I said that before, it's just, and the fabric weight and the fabric type. Cause if you are wearing less clothes and you are choosing fabrics that are breathable, cotton, chambray, like things like that, linen, then, you know, you are, you are going to be able to keep a little bit cooler without, um, you know, being super, super hot and sweaty, but also at the same time, it fits, you know, a bajillion degrees out, like, <laughs> What's going to happen? It's going to happen. No matter what holster you use. Even if you didn't have a holster on, you're still going to be sweating. (laughs) Yeah. It's just having some patience, looking at picking out, you know, the right fabrics and and looking at different holster options, you know, that work for, you know, I still use Kydex holsters in the, um, 
in the summertime as well. Just if I'm wearing my jean shorts, I'm typically going to wear one of my Kydex holsters with a belt. I don't mind that, but you know, I'm usually have that paired with a tank top that's breathable. And so it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. So if you guys need some outfit inspiration for this summer carry season, go check out my style guide. You can find it on YouTube. You can also find it of course on style me tactical. And there's also another, um, concealed carry, um, tips post that goes along with that, the kind of breaks down even more tips than um, the fabrics. We talk about holsters and carry positions and things like that. So definitely go check that. There's a lot, a ton of uh, information in there. Um, I worked really hard to put that all together because I know it's a lot of a lot of questions and details that people ask. And I wanted to make sure that I'm always um, providing that information. For sure. And if and you make it really easy to, to never miss a beat with SMT. You've got a newsletter that comes out when you've got new posts that come up. Yep. So if you're not subscribed yet to the Stami Tactical newsletter, tell everybody where they can go to subscribe to that. You just head on over to stomitactical.com right at the uh, homepage at the bottom. There's a little box for you to enter your email address. And I promise I won't spam you. It's just when new posts come out and when we have um, new product coming out or anything regarding products, you'll get, you'll get first information on that. And speaking of new product, um, this is not for me, but I believe... There might be something coming down the pike in the world of Alexo Athletica. There is quite a bit coming down the pike here in Alexo. You know, one of the things we're really excited about as we're sitting and talking about summer fashion and how to stay cool in the summer exercising outside. If you're like me, I don't like running on the treadmill. I want to be outside but it gets really hot and leggings are very, very hot. So Mm -hmm. we sold out of our carry runners very quickly, but we have more carry runners that should be here in about three to four weeks. We've opened that up so that everybody can go on and go order those right now. You can get your back order or your pre-order in before that comes. But y'all all all know me. I'm a nineties baby. I love nineties fashion. Say by the bell was one of my all time favorite shows growing up. And Kelly Kapowski was my fashion icon. I kid you not, I begged my mom to wear spandex shorts every day of my life when I was in like third to fifth grade. And that love of spandex has never left me. So <laughs> probably no, why. Not. It has not. I still love spandex, love a good legging, but we do have some carry biking shorts that are coming out. They're called the carry bikers. And what I love about it is that not only is it popular right now in the athletic space, but you can transition them very easily to everyday wear. If you're into that look, uh, New York Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week had bikers on every single runway. It's such an easy look to pair. I love pairing it with a good blazer, with a jacket. I'm excited to see how you're going to pair them, Emily. I really am. If we can get you in a pair of them. It's a lot of pressure, but I, you know, I've, I've had several women. Yeah. A lot of people are reaching out. One of the things that intrigued me about them is not only well, basically they're the shorts version of your leggings, which mm-hmm. I love. But one thing I want to try with them, and I know this is going to be a little odd for some, but I want to wear them. I know I don't wear skirts very often, but I want to wear them under skirts and use the belly band style piece as a holster. Interesting. If, if, if you're, because I'm pretty certain the... Um, smoothing lifting technology hasn't changed it has not they're they're like spanks for the (laughs) self-reliant so that means that if i'm wearing a fitted skirt i can throw those on 
smooth things out, but also still carry appendix. That's kind of what I want to play with and try. Awesome. That's kind of like what came into my head when I was like, oh, when I was doing the style guide, I was like looking at, because I'm not a big fan of like wearing a lot of like the the shorts underneath thing, especially like in the summer. However, moving into like the cooler months, it might be a good option. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely... Uh, what I found with them and I love because a lot of the other compression shorts that are on the market right now are more like an underwear type. They're more, they're more designed to be an undergarment. Ours are actually designed to be your clothing option. So to, to wear them out, to wear them, um, you can wear them under something. We, we went with a little bit longer length on these. So you might have to like pull them up just a little bit to still give you, you know, so they're not poking out of the bottom of your skirt unless that's the look that you're going for. But one thing I love when I'm running, I hate running with water bottles in my hands. I hate having anything in my hands, really. Yeah. And these shorts have such a stretchy pocket on the side, but still enough compression that it held my water bottle. I ran four miles the other day with a water bottle secure in my pocket. Looks a little funny, but I don't care because I didn't have to run it with anything in my hands. So <laughs> it's very... A couple of uh, women that are like running on the at, on the National Mall in DC and they have like the whole like, like this, it, it's like the whole like running rig around their waist. It's like all these water bottles. And I'm like, where, where are you going? One, how far are you going? And where are you going? Why do you need all that water? And I yeah. think to myself, you know, you really could use oh, a pair of Alexa. I run with my business cards. I kid you not, because I pass so many women out on the streets while I'm running. And if I see anybody with a fanny pack or anybody with a flip belt or things in their hands, I stop and I give them my business card. And I'm like, Take take them. <laughs> bugged me about like running with stuff in like my pants or like fanny packs or anything like that was that it bounces and that yeah. bouncing like really irritates me. Yeah, it really irritated me too. But uh, if you're listening to this and it is not July 5th yet, we are running a sale for 4th of July because we want to celebrate our freedom. What better way to celebrate your freedom than by showing the world that you can carry what you want when you want in your Alexa. So use code freedom 20 and get 20% off of anything that's full price right now. And if it's already on sale on the website, it's already discounted significantly. So the code won't apply to that, but it will apply to any full price items that you buy. And we just lowered our free shipping to free shipping for orders over hundred dollars versus $200. So you can have some good savings right now through July 5th. When, when are the biker shorts coming out? Those will be here. So here's the cool thing. You can't, they're on pre-order right now anywhere between two to four weeks uh, but we did open up the pre-order to be included in the sale so if you jump on it right now you will be able to get the biking shorts at that 20 percent off discount if you pre-order it oh that's mm-hmm. an amazing that's an amazing deal yep so everybody can stay nice and cool this summer and um just have places to store everything that you want you We're can gonna, ditch you can ditch that purse and be hands-free we're gonna need to have like a 90s themed alexo party with we totally party. do <laughs> i'm like envisioning this happening the next time i come to dallas i wanted to do a photo shoot inspired by like 90s supermodels you know yeah, i oh love cindy crawford and naomi campbell and tyra and banks and, and lisa oh my got all of them and I saw this great ad that they had all done and Vogue and all of them had their biking shorts on and so I'm envisioning like this Vogue style photo shoot that we somehow incorporate maybe you just want to style that for us Emily 
<laughs> so yeah, so we've got that going on. We also have something really exciting coming up here in a few weeks in your hometown. I you know. just visited Dallas for we've we've been working with Turning Point uh, the last few months as um, official ambassadors, but also we just want to partner up with this organization because it is. I was so encouraged. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the other podcasts that we've had come out over the last couple of weeks, go back and listen to those. We've got several more from the the Turning Point Convention, the Young Women's Leadership Summit that we were just at. And I was encouraged because there were so many young women there that are, are learning about their rights, their constitutional rights. There were so many that were big supporters of the Second Amendment and, you know, a lot of opportunity there to help lead and encourage and educate these younger women on how to now exercise. They believe in the Second Amendment. How do you exercise that right in your life personally? And so we are about to head to D.C. in a few weeks to go to the Teen SAS Convention, which is basically geared towards all the high school students that are involved with Turning Point. I'm just um, I'm just so thrilled that there's an event in D.C., like, I, me what? too. I'm like, oh, everyone's going to come to me. Finally. I haven't been to DC since I was 12 years old. And what better way to be there than surrounded by a lot of other freedom loving and supporting people. So I'm very excited. We'll be doing some live episodes of Not Your Average Gun Girls while we are there. And if you haven't checked out Turning Point yet, Check it out. If if you, you know, go read what they believe, go read what they're fighting for, what they're doing. They're basically one of the largest conservative groups that are canvassing high school and college. They work with over a thousand schools right now. And if you've got a kid, it, male, female, doesn't matter. Um, if they are interested in joining this, they can get involved in their local chapter. So definitely check it out and encourage them. If you don't have any kids their age, you're not that age, but you just want to support an organization that is truly standing up and fighting for all of our rights. It is a great organization to get involved with. I loved that there were, you know, when we were at the Young Women's Leadership Summit in Dallas, talking to a lot of, a lot of the young women there that some of them came by themselves and made friends and left with longtime friends. And I think what, what I love about organizations like this is that they're helping to build that community and they're helping to let these, these young kids meet other like-minded people. Because, you know, we know that today in today's society, it is definitely a lot harder to stand up for what you believe in and, and speak up for what, for, for what is in your heart, especially in public forums, such as, you know, your high schools or, or middle schools. And so having organizations like this that are bringing events and bringing the kids together allows you to find other like-minded people that you can connect with and at least have some, have, have that relationship with to talk about those things that you may not feel that you can talk about, you know, in your, in your normal, you know, everyday, you know, setting at school. Sure. And, just, and I also think that all, all, like everyone that we met and I can't wait to see how it is. I'm sure it's going to be pretty similar at, at teen SAS that like everyone is just so poised, respectful and nice. Right. I just, you know, I just, it, 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 it really, you know, I said this during, you know, one of our previous episodes, like it really gives me hope for the next generation um, of just that, that we have, we have uh, young people who just have that kind of respect for one another and yeah. for the constitution and, and believe in, in, in all our rights. And just like, if, if they're out there and they're, going to these events and they're willing to champion for it, it does give me hope to see where, you know, 
that we've got people coming up that are going to be helpful to, to this country. Absolutely. And, you know, with, with Teen SAS coming up, it's going to be in DC. We're going to get to see a lot of our, our friends and friendly faces, but they're going to have a, a pretty awesome lineup of some confirmed speakers so far. They've got Senator Rand Paul, Senator Ted Cruz, Congressman Jim Jordan, Senator Mike Lee, and Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Just love to Dan. Confirmed. So yeah, Texas is representing at TSAS. Yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So you know, I think it's an organization that parents should at least look into. Maybe it's something they want to get their kids involved in, and they can apply to attend. Um, so go to TurningPointUSA.com and give give them a follow. Check them out and, and see if there's anything in there that um, you guys uh, are interested in. If there's nothing there, reach out to them on social media. They're pretty active on their social. Yeah. Channels. And there might be something if it's not, if you don't see anything on their, on their website specific to um, your hometown, you reach out to them and see if there's, you know, somebody else that. Right. Well, and, and that's going to be something so important to, you know, elections obviously are coming up. We're entering into political season. And while, while we don't jump into all the political issues of the day, you know, obviously when, when I go to the, the voting poll, the second amendment is something that is very important to me. And as you're listening to these debates and you're trying to figure out who are you going to vote for, you know, they just uh, had the democratic debates over the last few days, you know, last week. And it was very interesting to see, it, it was almost like a, several of them were trying to <laughs> Who could outtake more rights <laughs> from the American people? And, and it's, it's not a knock on, you know, if you do vote Democrat and it, I, I just think you got to pick your issues that are important to you. And for me, I'm paying very close attention to who is going to stand up and protect the Second Amendment in this next election. And it is very important that you get out and vote. Ladies, um, if the Second Amendment is something that is important to you, I mean, I feel like it is. If you're listening to this podcast, it is something that you're at least interested in, then pay attention in these in these elections. You may not like every candidate. You may not like the options of the candidates that are, are going to be running, but listen to what they have to say about the Second Amendment. Look and see what they have to, to give and to offer. And are they wanting to give you more of your freedom? Are they wanting to take more of your freedom away? And then make sure you get out and you vote. It is so important this year. If, ladies, if we lose our Second Amendment, our Second Amendment truly at the core is the whole reason why we are able to practice all of our other freedoms and our liberties. If you don't have the right to defend your freedom of speech, to defend your freedom of religion, to defend your privacy, you don't have those rights. You won't have a right to freedom of speech. You won't have a right to the freedom of religion or the or to privacy or to anything else because if somebody else with the power to take that away from you can and you can't defend it, you lose right. it. And so that is why we have made our platforms and the mission of what we're doing all about the Second Amendment because it is so important. And when people want to say, well, we don't want to take away your Second Amendment. We just want to limit. When you start limiting your rights and your freedoms, that's when you start losing them. You lose them little by little. Exactly. And I think that's what people need to really need to kind of hone in on when they're listening to candidates or listening to just people's viewpoints on, on any of our, our rights in general is that if you let them just take that little tiny bit, if you give them the inch, they're eventually going to take the mile. And I think that's something that 
when 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 listening to people's views and just hear, hearing what what people are talking about is you've got to you've got to look at that piece is because I, I I know that I hear people say but they only want to do that or it's only going to if they just take that that's fine they can, we can give them that right by handing that over it's not going to stop that, there that's the foundation for them to keep taking more and more and more and it's not going to stop there so it just right something to to think about when you know with 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 all the discussions happening it's just something to keep in mind right well when you when you start taking into account that all you have to do in this society anymore is is set a legal precedent for something and then you can spin it and turn it into so when they say you know we want to we want to ban AR15s we want to ban these things that are used in these mass shootings and and so forth well Okay, so if they ban that, well, then what? Then the only thing we're going to hear about are mass shootings with handguns, and then they're going to turn around and ban handguns. You know, it's, it's, it's setting a precedent for being able to ban tools of which we want to use to defend and protect ourselves, tools that are part of majority of Americans are law-abiding as citizens that own AR-15s, that own handguns, that own shotguns. And we start taking those away based off a very limited, small amount of this population. They're going to set a precedent that will start applying to the majority of Americans. And while I do believe, you know, there's things that we can come together on to protect our schools a little bit more, it's, we can't give away our rights for these law-abiding citizens. And so, you know, definitely pay attention. It's, you're going to be bombarded with it. I'm not excited about political time. <laughs> it's, I, I hate turning on my TV and hearing it nonstop right. because I'm like, I already know my issues. I already know the issues that I truly believe in. And I'm absolutely going to go to the polls and vote for um, the candidates that do stand up and protect our second amendment. Absolutely. Yeah, no, Exactly. Um, one of the other things I wanted to mention to people in case they didn't know about this um, organization. So a couple of weeks ago, I was invited to attend a dinner for the uh, Warrior Scholar Project. It is an organization that I knew nothing about prior to um, going to this dinner. And it's one of those things that I'm so glad that I know about because and I'm so glad that I have a platform to share. Awesome. Tell us about it. The Warrior Scholar Project, it helps veterans transition from their military life by helping them develop skills so they can take undergraduate and complete like four-year undergraduate programs. Awesome. They do these, um, they call them them boot camps. They're like week-long boot camps across so many universities across the U.S. that kind of helps them with writing and doing papers and kind of setting them up so when they do attend a four-year college, they can execute and complete without um, missing a beat. And I think it's such a great program. They, they've they held it um, at Georgetown University um, the last awesome. week. So that was an, an awesome opportunity for me to kind of talk to those veterans and, and meet the people who are um, working in that organization. So I think we're going to try to get somebody on the show because I think it's, it's, it's important. Um, and I just think helping our veterans make their lives better and make that transition, I know is, it's, it's a huge struggle and we need to do everything we can to, to help them for, you know, all the sacrifices that, that they've made and continue to make for our country. That is awesome, and I'm glad you got to be involved in something like that. I didn't even know that they that that existed. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's something that I didn't even heard about. So I'm like, I want to talk about this more. I, I really like just left there, just feeling so 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 much gratitude for for what they've done and for for this organization. And so I'm hoping if anyone's heard of it, 
Um, that's awesome. And if you haven't look into it, if you know someone who might benefit um, from it, definitely check them out um, at warriorscholarproject.com or .org. I think it might be .org. That is fantastic. Well, I hope everybody enjoys their 4th of July celebration. We will be back with some more episodes of Notch Average Gone Girls from the Young Women's Leadership Summit that we attended in Dallas at the Turning Point Convention over the next couple of weeks. And then, Emily, I will see you in D.C. here in just a few weeks. Can't wait. Well, thank you, everyone. Have a happy 4th of July and uh, be safe. Talk to you guys next time. The Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.